Welcome to season two of the Connect FCS Ed podcast. Each episode is geared towards recruiting, supporting, and retaining past, current, and future professional family and consumer sciences educators. I am your host, Barbara Scully, and I want to boldly celebrate families and careers with you. Hi, and welcome back to the Connect FCS Ed. Thank you so much for joining me. Today's episode, I have an amazing family consumer sciences teacher, Miss Leslie Robb from Northern Virginia. I have to admit, I've never even heard of her until Facebook did this suggested groups type deal. And I saw I saw her her beautiful face and her fun digital background probably used by by Canva or maybe Spark, Adobe Spark or something like that. But I was like it piqued my interest. So I did a deep dive. Oh my gosh, this girl, she's got some stuff going on and it is hilarious. So today <laughs> with me I have FCS teacher, high school teacher I must add, is Miss Leslie Robb. So thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, I am happy to be here. And thank God for you definitely emphasize high school because yes, I will never teach middle school. So yes, high school only. family. High school. school. Yes. Yes. I I teach high school. So tell me what classes do you teach? So I teach, well, this past year I taught individual development, independent living, nutrition and wellness, child development and parenting, and then intro to hospitality, tourism and recreation. So yes, us being fact teachers, of course, you know, six preps, that's normal. That's normal. (laughs) Day. Exactly. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, right before we started recording, you were talking about hot mess, and that's that's a mm-hmm. hot mess, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. So, how long are your classes? So we have 90 minute block and we have on average four blocks a day. So we have four blocks and it's on a rotation. So A days, four blocks, and then the next day would be a B day. So then like on our A days, we do three regular blocks and either a planning period or duty. So every other day I get a planning period or duty. So yeah, 90 minute block. I have to say, I'm sorry, you have a duty. That's elementary talk right there. Yeah. So I remember personally when I was in high school, which was forever in a day, ago I remember that a day b day schedule and I loved it as a student as a teacher I have to say I would hate it yeah mm -mm, it's not okay Well, it, I think it'd be okay if the if for some odd reason the blocks weren't so long somehow. I don't know. But even then, like I I'm just a traditional person, I guess, if that's the case or or sane, whatever you want to call it. I just prefer to have the like seven blocks a day, 45 minutes a block, call it a day. Like done. That's just me. I like that old school way because it's so much easier. The kids' attention spans are only but so long anyway. I mean, let's just be for real. So it's like trying to keep them busy and okay, now we're doing this for 90 minutes. If nothing else, like it helped in the pandemic helped us to see that like legit it's a lot of fluff in trying to fill up that 90 minutes <laughs> yes well it is it's a great block of time when you're teaching like culinary arts or like dealing with food I think that is great mm-hmm. but if you're teaching financial literacy or interior design or uh, maybe sewing that would be another great a great use of time and everything but I don't know child development and early childhood education or something and or family health or any of those other classes you're like oh my gosh I have to teach theory for 90 minutes you know how boring theory is well for me I'm sorry if you love child psychology and all of that 
which I think it's amazing, but 90 minutes. And when you say you, like, as far as, like, if you like the theory and stuff, maybe that's for the audience, because I'm definitely not one. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I ain't doing that. No, I don't have time or energy for that. I want the education to be hands-on, fun. The kids are immersed, they're engaged, they're interactive. Like, and that's the thing, like, with nutrition and wellness, believe it or not, in our county was more of the culinary format. Even though we did have culinary school within our division, nutrition and wellness was almost treated like a culinary school. What we would do is we literally like one week was vegetables, one week was soups and blah, blah, blah. It was like pretty intense. And so my duty did not include shopping time. Shopping time was on my time. Just putting that out there, you know, whatever. So my uh. duty was not planning. I mean, my duty was not going shopping, but I could go shopping during my planning period. Along with trying to figure out your other five, five classes that you have to <laughs> Yeah, you're driving in the car going, oh, yeah, this will be a good idea. And I love that kind of creativity. But man, there is something to be said about being able to sit at your desk and be able to say, okay, I'm looking at this stuff. This is what this is my end goal for this week. And this I'm on Tuesday. This is where I want to be by Friday. So we can start another. I'm one of those people that I like to start a new unit like on Monday or after a long weekend or be Mm -hmm. fresh, the fresh new week type deal. Yeah. There's no harm in that. Yeah. Um, You're probably a lot like me where you see a squirrel and you're like, oh. Yeah. (laughs) What color? Oh my gosh. It's me and my friends say all the time. Squirrel. Like legit. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. I, yeah, I love it. And your speciality though, in which I love this is comedy. Yes, girl. Whoop, whoop. Comedy. Yes. You love comedy. I love comedy. But as I, as I was saying in the before show, I was like, I love comedy, but I can't give comedy because there are special people who can do it. And I feel this within my core that you're one of those special people. You bring it into the FCS community and it is amazing. Oh, well, thanks. I appreciate that. I just love it. Like to me, the more comedy breaks the ice with anything, any situation whatever it breaks the ice because everybody can laugh and should laugh and so I utilize that in the classroom as much as possible it keeps my kids going it keeps me going keeps us all sane so I mean it's great and it's humor in the classroom should actually be a thing like I don't understand these teachers who are just like all business and that's it today's child cannot be all business like I don't know what you're doing or how you think it's gonna work but it's just not you you can't you'll drive yourself crazy and the kids crazy if you don't have a sense of humor I mean and and not everybody's funny and I like how you said that like you know I'm just comedy just not maybe your gift or your thing well and that's the thing like what a webinar with Jack Birkenmeyer and so what he did is he had me come in with webinar to talk about humor and incorporating humor humor in the classroom and so we talked about different things like incorporating different things and what we what it all come came down to is that if you can laugh about it the kids can laugh about it it keeps everybody on task in a sense in a weird way I know that sounds crazy but if you can laugh stuff off it just makes for a better day for sure and this is it's not so much of an icebreaker but also at the same time it is I love to show like in my foods and nutrition class I love to show popcorn shrimp of the Muppets with the Swedish chef where it's just it's about three minutes and it plays a little bit of music and then at the very end you know the the little shrimpy is you know he 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 and I'm it's the dumbest thing but it brings joy and also at the same time the students are going oh, 
isn't going to be so bad. It is great. And then it, it opens up a conversation of like, how many of us have thought about what popcorn shrimp is? Uh-huh. Honestly, you put up a picture of popcorn shrimp. You're like, hey, what is your immediate visualization of what popcorn shrimp is supposed to look like? You think of a popcorn and then shrimp. And the, no, and the kids, that's how they think. Like, and the thing is, it's like, I liked how you said you showed the video because that's something that we talked about in that webinar with some of the teachers that were present in the webinar. They had said, what if you're just not funny? Like, that's just not something that you're gifted at. Like, then how do you put humor in the classroom? What he said was ingenious. And he said that literally you use someone else's. Like, that's the best part about teaching is I don't know why we're also like, this is mine, 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 mine. And I'm not sharing. But if we literally would take like you something like he said, he said also the same thing you did, a YouTube video, or you find something that's funny, and then just share it with the kids, you're still incorporating humor. It doesn't have to necessarily be your humor. You don't have to be this <laughs> hilarious person. But if you can incorporate it, then that makes it all the the better. Absolutely. I, and that's the thing. I, just like I said, I love comedy. I, I love, I love to laugh. And so often when we're in our PDs, how often are you laughing? <laughs> right. You need more laughter. And that is something like when seeing you and seeing what you're putting out there content wise, I was like, oh my gosh, what a fresh face for our conferences. Because Honestly, how many PDs do we get to go to that actually pertains to FCS? Yeah, it's true. And I, I literally have this PD called Grace Teaching Anatomy that I do. <laughs> I think I saw that. You posted that. And uh, yeah. yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah, I do something with that. So like, I, it's hilarious because, you know, everybody's all about like the whole Grace thing. And so I'm big on like, that's why I use the name because it's something that people would be like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Grace Teaching Anatomy. And so what I do is I talk about how, all right, none of us know how to do it right. Like it is what it is. We all have our good things that we can bring to the table. We all have our little expertise areas. And so teaching isn't about black and white. It is not black and white in any, in any circumstance. Like who does it right? Who does it wrong? Who does it better? Who does it worse? No, it's not black and white. It is all gray. Like, and that's mixing it all together. That was everybody's black and white and finding the gray that works best for you and your students. So in that session, we talk about finding your gray. So yeah. Well, we need more of that. And I love that right now. So I have a 17 year old daughter and she has been binge watching Grey's Anatomy. So when I <laughs> saw that and seeing what you were doing, I was like, oh, this is hitting home for sure in, in household. I know when I go back into the classroom, this is what I love about having my own kids who are similar in age with my high school students. I'm able to bring stuff, content from home into the classroom. And mm -hmm. All right, you know, at the beginning of the school year, how many of you binge watch Grey's Anatomy? And then everybody kind of raising their hand and being able to say, ah, so, so is my daughter. So what's going on in, uh, how's, how's uh, Mr. McDreamy and, and all of that kind of stuff? <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, and that's a humor. Bring it in mm -hmm. the classroom. We need your face and we need your humor going around to all of our conferences and doing like be a keynote speaker because FCS, it is comedy within itself because it really is. Oh my gosh. You're going, hey, what does a liquid measuring cup look like? Really? Within its name. Can we talk about this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, and then some. Like, the, the stuff that they come up with, I'm like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. I know. Everything. It, 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 makes you, it makes you stop and think, going, 
Okay. I, I know I'm one of those people where it's like the filter sometimes doesn't catch everything going through. <laughs> right. Come on, let's, this is critical thinking. Let's use these 21st century skills. Yep. I hear you. No, I hear you 110%. It's true. <laughs> like, come on guys. Like, what is it? What, context clues. Talk to me a little bit about your comedy. How do you, what is your, your style? Because as I said, we need to, we need to get you out there. Well, I, I, I always say my comedy is like stand-up comedy and encouragement. So it's like a little a clean comedy, a clean comedy set, and then followed by encouragement. That's like, wait, oh, I never thought about it like that. Like, oh my gosh. And then at the same time, encouraging people to just keep going, keep pushing, stay motivated or whatever. So that's like my style. It's like comedy, I guess, with a message if you want to make it something official but yeah so but like I love just you know literally just my everyday things that I find hilarious and that people are like oh my gosh like yes so I try to make it as relatable as possible as well because it just makes people be able to connect with it even better so isn't that also what family consumer sciences is I yeah and so it's the perfect <laughs> marriage comedy and facts or FCS, heaven forbid say facts, whatever. I don't know, I'm confused. It's both. Come <laughs> it on. It is both. It's both. And it's home economics. And yes, I got reamed out one day because I was like FCS, aka what used to be home ec. And oh my gosh, I, I got reamed out by a teacher. She was like, never put home ec. We need to stand strong so people understand that there's a difference. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Well, <laughs> there is a difference, but you're also paying homage to its, uh, its roots, its beginnings. And where it derived. I know. Come on. Mm-hmm. It's not rocket science, but yeah, we pay homage to its its past as we move forward to the future, so. Yeah, and I always try to give people a, a, an idea of what I'm talking about, because if I say family consumer sciences, it's like, woo, over their heads. But if I said it used to be home ec, it's not like I never said it was family consumer science. It gives an idea of the base. Yeah, well, that's, that's always my elevator speech with, you know, speaking to individuals outside of our profession is like, you've heard of home economics. Yeah, yeah. That I used to take that class in, in high school or middle school. I'm like, yeah, it's now called family consumer sciences for today's modern home economics students. Exactly. And then they're like, oh, so they're still teaching that. Yeah. Yes, I get that all yeah, the time. It is- it's there. It's there. It's now an elective. So students have to choose us. It's not a mandatory course anymore. What? It's not? Oh my gosh. It's like, yes, that's the reason why you have thought home economics, family consumer sciences was dead. Because I see a lot of times I see memes on Facebook where people are like, oh, so, so we need to go back to teaching like home ec again and go back to teaching adulting 101. And I'm like, we do teach it. You just didn't mm-hmm. know it was called that. Yep. That's right. Awareness <laughs> campaign. And we are reducing rejuvenating our teachers right now just with them listening to this because yeah I I could actually visually see listeners going yes nodding their head going yes (laughs) yeah exactly after all like what kind of what class could you possibly make guac and then (laughs) the next class talk about gonorrhea I mean I don't know whatever you know in class so guac and gonorrhea that's what we do Teachers is like we seriously 
and this is what I always like to tell every facts teacher I meet. We will go with our kids for the rest of their lives. Like they'll be in the future doing laundry or in the future cooking something and be like, oh yeah, I remember Miss blah, 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 blah. So we are blessed as, as far as SES teachers and being able to go with our kids for the rest of their lives. It just, yeah. it's, 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 it is what it is. Like I have kids now. I remember one kid who had never made, she's a junior, okay, in high school has never made eggs. And so teaching her how to make eggs. And I remember like she graduated and I think it was like she was in a college dorm or her or her apartment or whatever and she sent me a picture and she's like I still know how to make the eggs I still know how to make the eggs so it was like oh it just makes me makes my heart so happy because like we don't have to spend the time like and oh how are you going to use this in the future or why do I have to take this class or why do I need to do no they know like we teach life and it is such a privilege it is such a privilege you're absolutely right it is a privilege and it's an honor to be able to enrich their lives in that sort of capacity Mm -hmm. So I know, so a couple of years ago, I was teaching financial literacy for the first time in my, when I moved to my new school and we we're gearing up for our, um, the mock interviews. And I was talking, uh, I brought in the men's warehouse to do a presentation on how to dress for your interview and everything. It was an amazing, it was one of probably one of the highlights. And then afterwards I had a couple of male students that came up and said, Miss, I, I was able to go through like old stuff that my dad had and um, he's got this tie, but it's all wrinkled. I'm like, bring it in. I have an iron. I have an ironing board that I brought from my own house. And, um, and they're like, okay. So I put it, I set it up, put it out for him to use and everything. Then all of a sudden I got the, how do you use it? And I was like, oh, that's right. Who am I talking to? I'm talking to myself here as well, because I hate ironing. I buy specifically that say that are not needed to iron free everything. And so I was like, oh, what was I thinking? So I broke it down, did a ironing unit, did a laundry unit and within financial literacy, which. Oh, wow. This day, students are like thankful for. Yeah. And then that's the best part about it. It's like, that's the, well, the best part about fact is like, literally we could be doing one lesson and then the kids are like, but I don't know how to do this. Swipe the script that day. Now we're doing this. And it all goes together. It all is facts. It's all of yeah. it. As yes. we can adapt and adjust as much as we need to. Yeah. We're, we're, we excel at pivoting and wasn't yeah. this last year all about pivot? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yes. The whole Ross word from friends. Pivot. Yes. Pivot. No. Pivot. Yes. I'm curious, what do you see yourself doing in the next five years? Um, I have no idea. I would love to get to the point where my comedy could be my full-time job so that I can, like you said, do things like PD and make people laugh and smile and go within the schools, go to conferences, whatever, be on the road and helping people see the humor in the classroom and how to incorporate, helping them, training them on how to incorporate humor in the classroom, things like that. And then also to just be doing my whole stand-up full-time as well. So that would be like my dream goal is to be able to incorporate the two together. So yeah. I love it. So you also host your own podcast, which you shared with me prior to the show. So why don't we chat about that really quick? Uh, okay. Well, my, my podcast is called Leslie said, what? 
what? Yes. <laughs> Leslie said what? And so I am one of those people, I I don't think, not saying I don't have a filter is the word because, I mean, I guess it is, but I just am basically like, I rip off the Band-Aid. Like, let's stop talking around t- topics and just say what it is. And then most of the time when people are finished with my show, they're like, Leslie said, I can't believe she said that. Yep, she did. So Leslie said what was just the perfect name for it because I wanted to help people to understand and embrace things, whether it's in, in the Christian realm and the encouragement realm, whatever anybody needs, you know, help with or whatever, instead of just like talking around the topic, let's just hit it head on and say what it is. And that's one thing about facts teachers that we're good at anyway, because we have to be direct and talk about some of the things that are uncomfortable to talk about, but we do. And that's, and again, bringing that into my comedy and into my podcast, it's just what I do. So it's an online talk show, AKA podcast. And then I have different guests come in sometimes and we'll chat. Like last week I had my students came and talked about being a Christian girl in today's high school. That was really good. So yeah, what so I am so random at whatever I decided we're going to do that day. So yeah, <laughs> it's oh, on my I podcast. So <laughs> well, that's what that's what a podcast is. You know, it is it honestly, it's PD bites for whatever it is that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. And for for me, it's like my my hashtag is FCS podcast, but also hashtag PD bites than the number four FCS because we need to bring more relevant PD to FCS and there's so much of it out there but yet there's no um, connection so just trying to connect that together hence yeah the connect FCS ed because I like to connect people and- I love the name by the way oh, thank you thank yeah. you yeah <laughs> I love the uh, Leslie said what? <laughs> yes. That I could even use as Barb said what because that's what my kids are common very very much all the time going you said you just said that really it's like yeah I did and the yeah. thing is is like you deal with teens at home and in school <laughs> lovely lovely <laughs> no, well you. yeah the teens <laughs> at school they're pretty much on their best behavior and because of, of course for the most part. For the most part, students are going to give their best to you. Yes, you're going to have a couple of those who are like really, really challenging. Um, but for the <laughs> most part, you know, if you if you show your students that you authentically care about their well-being and you want to support them in any way that you possibly can, they're going to go way above and beyond for you. Oh, yeah, for sure. You just got to show me love them. Yeah. yeah. But when those buggers get home, who do they act out on? <laughs> their parents. Their parents. So I'm able to I'm able to bring that that home comedy because I think my I think my home life is. So you're like, see, this is real life applicable facts. This this real applicable facts. I love that. And then F F A C S. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And be, and, but that's that's talking about relationship, and that's that's what we do. Yeah, we're all relation based, and mm-hmm. but be, being able to talk about those hard hard discussions and being able to relate with that on that level with them. You know, hey, I could give you the the my home perspective. If you want, if you want me to be the mom, right? You know, as we're having this discussion, 
I can totally put that hat on. Yeah, it's so essential to like share with the kids like your personal experiences and like actually be real with them. That's like the biggest thing that I'm big about is like being real with them and helping them to see that what we're teaching in class really does apply to real life. And this is how. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So that's so essential. Our classes are essential. Anybody ever says, oh, that's not a big deal. It's like, well, how do you feel about soft skills? Soft skills are essential skills because how else are we going to be communicating and collaborating with one another? It's so true. And so- they don't get it. They don't see it or they don't want to see it. Well, Leslie, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for showcasing your comedy and putting yourself out there and honestly keeping FCS real because it's a comedy show in itself. It does. It is. And and we're on five days a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Find me here in D1010 any day. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's how it works. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining. And for sure, we'll have all of your contact information in the show notes. So you're welcome to come back anytime. Love to have you. It's so funny because I never would have thought I'd be on a facts podcast. So this right here in itself is just awesome. Well done, girl. Well done. Barbara Scully from the Connect FCS Ed podcast presents a fresh take on recruitment and support for today's modern home economics educators in the family and consumer sciences. FCS classroom, sharing insightful stories, strategies, and resources in a fun and sustainable and practical way. Each episode focuses on a different aspect of modern home economics. From community engagement, leadership, classroom management, to lessons and more, each episode brings a different perspective, offering expert professional development, interviews from a collaborative worldwide FCS community with the hope that it will inspire and empower you to make informed decisions. Together, we are better at leading the way to student success with FCS.